0: And now, for your listening pleasure, the Blazing Defender Report with your host, Travis Joe. And we are live. Welcome, everyone, to another spectacular edition of the Blazing Defender Report. A very Super special edition of the Blazing Defender Report. A holiday special. A holiday special. You thought Charlie Brown was the only one that got them. Nope, the Defender does them too. I'm your host, Travis Jones, the Blazing Defender. With me is your favorite co-host.
1: Big Sam.
0: Big Sam's in the house. Finally got him back. Uh, He was sick and then he was... Smaller, and yeah. he really was Big Sam. No, I Medium and Sam. Medium Sam.
1: And it was, it was medium like,
0: Sam ain't no fun. We no, like Big was, Sam. There
1: were some dark dark times. Dark times for, yeah. for
0: Medium Sam. Yeah.
1: The yellow, but Big, Big Sam's back. The yellow Big, play got me.
0: <laughs> Big Sam's back, though. But look, guys, I uh, want to welcome everybody to the show. I uh, want to welcome our Facebook Live listeners. Uh, if you want to, drop a question in there. I can't see it. Right now, but uh, I definitely get back if you have a question about one of the books that we talk about today, but just to give you uh, a little overview of what the show is going to be about, Big Sam and I are going to tell you some of our top, our favorite trade paperbacks that you could give a loved one, a co-worker, a friend that loves this comic book genre stuff uh, for Christmas, as yeah. a Christmas gift.
1: I mean, if you're, you know, if you work in some place that has multiple people and, you know, you do a secret Santa thing or something. Maybe you draw someone that you think, hey, this guy might be a nerd or a geek or she might be a nerd or a mm-hmm. geek or something. Uh, pick up one of these books we recommend, though. They'll probably like it. They'll probably like it. If um, they don't, then maybe they'll read it. And then they'll maybe like they'll read it, it and you know. like it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so you
0: got to start somewhere.
1: Right, right? exactly.
0: Um, that's, that's how a lot of people get started is this trade paperback route we're going to talk about. And what that is is... Um, it's a collection of stories. Mm-hmm. It's usually a, a full story run uh, of, of a particular story in that comic book. Uh, because I get a lot of this, and you probably do too. Uh, people people really like the movies. Mm-hmm. And their kids are loving the movies. And they come to me and they go, dude, uh, my boy loves Spider-Man. Uh, what kind of comic books should I get him? Right. Fucking, I don't know. I have no idea what to get your kid. Uh, Because for one thing, if you walk to a comic book store and say, show me your Spider-Man books... Carve out about two and a half hours. Yeah, be prepared to be overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. That's the great. That's a great way to put it. Because you walk into a comic shop, you're going to have back issues. You're going to have new stuff that's come out each week. Spider Man has
1: about forty titles. Spider Man, uh, unlike uh, like Wolverine, Wolverine before before they killed him, and he still somehow has. <laughs> he still
0: has somehow oversaturated yeah. himself in the market.
1: Uh, Batman, Batman's a Superman. Superman. All
0: the all the big. Big ones, but what we're going to do is, is we're going to take some of those iconic superheroes, and we're going to tell you stories or show you the trades of really fantastic stories from these
1: iconic uh, superheroes. Yeah, and what I think is good about too is single issues. You know, they can be hard to collect in the sense that, one, if you're trying to get old ones, they can be expensive. Oh, my God. But then you got to bag and board them, you know, mm-hmm. you got to try to get a box for them, you yep. know, and all that stuff. where Take up a lot of room. Yeah, where's a trade, you know, you can throw it on a bookshelf, mm-hmm. whatever, you uh, know. And uh, so I think they're much more accessible. This, this like,
0: my wife tells me all the time, I wish you were as particular about anything like you are your comic books. As soon as they're read, they go into a cardboard backing mm-hmm. to keep them from being bent and a plastic sleeve yep. to keep anything from getting on them. I yep. mean, immediately. It's like, "Oh my god, that's I mean, I'm I'm OCD. If I'm OCD about anything, it's that. This is my copy of uh Dark Knight Returns. This this book, this very book is the book when I came back home from school, this is a book that got me back into comic books from being a kid. This is the book that made me fall in love with the whole comic book genre again. Uh, and if you could see it, the, the video really didn't pick it up, but like it's mangled. I mean, like, I look at a big, big, almost damn near ripped the cover off of Because I give this book to people and I say, hey, give it back to me, but read it. And if you like it, you're going to like a lot more other shit out there. So uh I give it to people because you know I've got the originals so it's not a big deal but it's a it's a great way to kind of pass it on too. Another great place you can go uh just real quick is the library, the public mm-hmm. library. Uh, if you have a a library in in your area or, or at school, um they usually have a pretty good collection of trade paperbacks yeah. now. So that that's
1: a a cheap alternative to buying them. In places like uh Half price books mm-hmm. Books of million Not books of million I'm sorry a Book and music exchange Yeah Those places Some of those places Yeah and you get them used But mm-hmm. they're generally Pretty good condition Right And they're cheapest could be You know instead of 20 bucks You might get it for 8 Right You know something right. like that Yeah eBay a lot, There's a lot of places yeah. You can
0: go For a first a- time reader em. You know that's good. Yeah don't, don't invest a lot of money No uh, it's like
1: buying your kid's first car You know you don't want to buy right. A 16 year old a Porsche You know
0: <laughs> Right uh, Nor could I Right But it, right. I wouldn't even if I could Right Exactly uh, My dad Dad, who got me into reading comic books? One of the reasons that like old comic books are so expensive is because back then they really didn't know what they had. Right. And they weren't considered collectibles, I guess, then. And my dad said it was nothing for them to read a comic, wad it up, and throw it out. Like it's back in the day, you know, it's poor use a fucking litter bug and all right. that shit. But like they would throw it away. So how many uh amazing adventures? 15 got thrown out the fucking door.
1: And, uh yeah, I mean, just like with the old baseball cards and stuff, they'd stick them in the spokes of their bicycle tires. It's you know, exactly what he like, said, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's the reason, like,
0: the Golden Age stuff is so expensive because it's so rare because motherfuckers were just throwing shit away. So, but the guy that bought the first issue of Walking Dead probably didn't think that he had a $1,000 comic book when right. he bought it, what, just, what, 15 years ago?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably give or I take. Think, I think
0: it's about 15, 16 years yeah, ago, give or take.
1: Uh, uh, so
0: he bought a thousand dollar comic book, didn't even know it. Right. So if he's fucking letting his kids read it and bend the cover back and all that shit, this is a whole other show taking care of your comic books. Uh, what we want to do is is just kind of give you an overview, give you some ideas for Christmas, right. and you know, fuck it. If you ain't got anybody, that you want to buy something like this for Christmas? Buy one for your fucking self. No You'll doubt. love it.
1: Um, well, speaking of Christmas, uh, you know, you gotta you gotta have money to get these type of things yes and uh we have a sponsor we do have a sponsor have a sponsor
0: i people i can't believe it either uh it's
1: It's not a bad sponsor either no it's pretty awesome it's pretty awesome pretty awesome uh it is hooters no i'm joking joking. it's
0: not hooters no could be yeah, no, really, couldn't be. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Loot Crate. Loot Crate's our sponsor. Loot Crate is our very, very esteemed sponsor. Hooters uh, does give person. us free meals sometimes. Sometimes though. they do. So yeah, it's like I find like like pubics in it and shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, which but, is, I mean, it, you is still, common. Still eat it. It's, I still eat it right. and then send it back. Right. Uh, with just a hair on the plate. I hated hey, man, this. I hated this shit. Yeah. Uh, but no, Loot Crate is our sponsor, and you're like, What the fuck is Loot Crate? Uh, Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box that you get every month, and it comes with uh, Geek and Gamer Apparel exclusive stuff. Like, this isn't like uh, some knockoff shit. Right. This is licensed stuff. Like, if there's Marvel stuff in there, it's licensed. Mm-hmm. And I've got the read. Let me get it. Mike, you can edit that out if you want. All right. Uh, The read is, on a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles, Loot Crate brings you between four to six of the coolest curated mystery items every month straight to your doorstep. It's the best surprise you know is coming. Our next crate theme is Origins. We have some awesome exclusive items for your old school favorites. This January, see where it all started and explore the icon's origins with historic items from featuring... Superman, Captain America, Mario, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, yeah. did, I didn't see that.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, including as always our monthly T shirt and pin. And I have to say their T shirts are pretty cool.
1: The pins are not.
0: The pins. Who gives a fucking shit about the right. pin? Uh, but give it to somebody.
1: Right. Somebody. Somebody wants it. Yeah. Someone wants to put like forty of them on their, or, backpack, or their fucking hat or their back.
0: Well, uh Fridays.
1: That had all the. the, It was called Flair. Yeah, the little tchotchkes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the more flair you had, like the better server you were, which was bullshit. Right. But um, so you get the uh, the monthly T shirt and the pin. You have until the nineteenth at midnight Eastern, uh, nine Pacific. To subscribe and receive this month's crate, when the cutoff happens, that's it, it's over. Game over. Game over. So make sure you get it for the cutoff, and before you do, hit the subscribe button. Make sure you go to the coupon code and go to, it, well, let me give you the website. It's www.lootcrate.com forward slash giant size team up. Enter the code in the coupon box, giant size team up, no spaces, and save some loot on your loot crate. Uh, for any new subscription now let me also say with this subscription you can get the box that's great but they have a bunch of other shit too uh they have just a shirt loot crate a, a mega box they have a mega box which is like that motherfucker's like a hundred dollars a month yeah it's who crazy the fuck,
1: who, who the fuck would do that the same one buying the porsche for their kids yeah, ex- that same that guy, one yeah that fucking exactly guy. that fucking guy.
0: Uh, but they have a like if you like just crazy socks. They've got a socks crate. You can mix and match the crates. They have done a lot of stuff with their subscriptions, which is actually pretty yeah, cool. It is cool. I actually thought about getting into the uh I keep I say this every episode, I haven't done it yet. Uh I, I want to get into the shirt uh crate and uh see, see what that's all about. But hey, it's pretty cool. Hey, and another Christmas gift it idea. could be. It could yeah, be. Yeah. I mean, and you can do you can give somebody a three month uh, box. Yeah. You box. You can get a six month box. You can get twelve month box. Now, now uh, granted, like with any subscription, the longer you go, the cheaper it's going to be. Right. So just keep that in mind. But a three month box would probably cost you uh, around seventy bucks. bucks yeah, with with the, yeah. with the coupon. So yeah, hey, you know that'd be pretty cool. It's yeah. actually really fun when you like you pull in your driveway and you see a loot Crate box. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Luke crater. Yeah, you know, no doubt. Maybe? That's. So yeah. All right.
1: It'd Nothing be man. nice to get something in the mail other than a bill.
0: No shit. Or
1: summons. or Yeah, God, I hate those. <laughs> God, I hate those. It might be your baby. You know, oh, that. yeah. Oh, child support. <laughs> yeah, the, well, what about the, the little, you got to go take this paternity test? Oh, yeah. It's awful. Or the, uh, we got you on surveillance when yeah. you
0: thought you were disposing of the body. Right, but-
1: yeah. Or, yeah. hey, you ran this traffic ticket and we took a picture of you. Yes. Dude, those are all over in Gatlinburg.
0: Yeah. All over yeah, in Gatlinburg.
1: It, that's bullshit. It man. is bullshit.
0: You, don't, you wouldn't get it until you got back here. Right. And it's like 128 bucks or oh, some it's, shit. It's not cheap. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. All right. With that, what? You got something else? Nah, we're good. With that, I want to give two shout-outs real quickly uh, to two Facebook groups that have been uh, instrumental in 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 helping me promote this show and have given me a lot of love. I was doing the Nergasm Hour like a year and a half
1: ago. Yeah,
0: it's but been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, they have always supported me. I, I
1: really really appreciate it. Is that, that. that chicks with boobs and beers or whatever? That's that that was that other show I was doing. Ooh. No, the one the girls the girls that do the show. Boob- oh, boobs and beers. Are, All
0: right, what's that shit? for? For uh transparency and clarification sake i am in a network the giant size team up network which i should have explained that when i fucking did the the loot crate read uh, i just i automatically think people know but should spelled it i should yeah yeah I, yeah i'm going to fucking spell it for you uh copy and paste there you go motherfucker i spelled it for you um yeah we got a lot of people bitch about not spelling it out so copy and fucking paste it i made it easy it's in the show notes just copy and paste it But I'm in a network, and if you like this show or don't like this show for that matter, go to the Giant Size Team Up. We have a Pokemon Go
1: show. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. We got Pokemon Go. Oh, we got a new show. Um,
1: Fuck. That's what it's called. It's called. It's called Fuck. (laughs) It's a great show. That's my
0: new show, damn it. No one steals that name. I'm trademarking it.
1: I don't think you can trademark Fuck.
0: Is it. Ugh, though it's got like seven oh, U's in it, a couple so, of C's and shit. Yeah, 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 because okay. yeah. cool. I'm sounding it out, but not, 3Ks. not
1: three K's. Not three. Oh, no, no, no. Damn. I gotta
0: go 4K. 4Ks. I gotta go four. Okay. You can go 4K, 4K Yeah, you and can. get more money out of it. Yeah, yeah
1: you go four. K. Uh
0: It's called Botched. I'm sorry, guys. I totally the, fucked this the up. messed
1: up surgeries and shit. No,
0: that's, not, that's <laughs> no, that called, is a show. Called so botched. it's not, it's not botched. Then. Okay, I don't know what it is. It sounds really cool. I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet, but our new show is about uh, I don't know how many dudes it is. I think it's like three guys and they get drunk and mm. they're getting they're going through the fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure.
1: Oh shit, drunk.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Uh god damn it. I'm sorry. Go to giant You'll see it. We're promoting it. Uh, It sounds really cool. Yeah, it actually
1: does sound pretty cool. It sounds pretty cool. Uh, cool.
0: I I hope to have those guys on the show soon. But the show you were talking about is called Booze.
1: Oh, that's right. Because I I
0: fucked it up the first time I said it, too.
1: Booze and Phasers. Oh, that's right. And it's chicks. I thought it was boobs and vibrators. That's <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I was way off. That, no wonder those thumbnails I'm, look so different I'm, than what I thought it I'm was. I'm gonna have be. to hashtag that in like in the YouTube Yeah. Uh, boobs and vibrators. Bo- and, you gotta, boobs and vibrators. you got to capitalize the Raiders part. Oh, you know? oh trust boobs me, that'll definitely, get,
0: that'll definitely get capitalized. Those
1: chicks love me. By the uh, way.
0: I'm I'm sure they do. I shout uh, them out
1: every episode. <laughs> well, you do. You I actually do. you're like their I biggest do. fan man. I, I, no, I think, think the bitches are
0: real, man. They were at, uh San Diego.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So they well,
0: well, I was sitting here
1: yeah boobs and, uh, and the, are, bo- boobs and vibrators are
0: boobs and vibrators are not above us but they're they actually it's a group of girls they sit around ladies i should say women they sit around drink wine mm. and talk about uh nerd shit vibrators. which a lot of it's star trek related like they have a, a star trek theme
1: and ah, the phaser portion
0: there you, you see how it all comes together I got it. there you go I'm uh,
1: pretty sure one will cause their vibrator a phaser. I,
0: I, bet, I bet they've I got get, a I, I phaser vibrator. Too. Yeah, they probably do. <laughs> they should. If they don't,
1: yeah, they if should. not, they're writing that down right now. Right now.
0: Uh, but no, check that show out. Um, it's pretty good. I've actually yeah. listened to a couple of those. They're really good. If you don't, there's going to be a show on there. If you like this type of stuff, if you like this kind of genre stuff, then you're gonna you're gonna like the show. Yeah.
1: And later at night, watch
0: boobs and vibrators. Watch watch our show, then watch boobs and vibrators. Right? Yeah. Watch this show first. because oh, we'll
1: put you in the mood. These faces will
0: right. They I mean, will put you in the
1: mood. Co-
0: if that don't do it, and that right. don't do it, come on. I have a you're cotton fucking, ball on
1: the side of my head.
0: <laughs> it tells me I cotton ball from that angle, yeah. like right there on your eye.
1: Yeah. It's okay. Nice. Uh, A fuzzy tumor.
0: You didn't watch the show to listen listen to us fucking ramble. We are well, gonna talk did, about
1: comic books. We
0: are gonna talk about comic books. I fucking promise. I promise that is my goal today is to talk about comic books. Alright. I'm gonna
1: let the guests take it, take it away. You want me to go one? You go one, I'll go one. Okay, one and one. No make it take it. Uh I'm gonna start out. These are like Travis said, these are our some of our favorite runs of comics of all time. It runs technically, you know, it means a group of issues. So typically that'll have the same creative team. Maybe the artist switches up here and there to get a break or something like that. But um I'm gonna start out with Brian Bendis, Brian Michael Bendis, who's a very, very well known writer, especially for Marvel now. Um not really my favorite, usually, nor mine. I think he's good when he's uh dialed in. But I think he kind of stretches himself too thin and writes like, you know, eight, nine books at a time mm-hmm. and, and the quality dips down. So, however, he did a run on Daredevil, the entire run of Daredevil volume two, with the exception of, I think, the first eight issues, which was done by our good buddy, Kevin Smith. Um, And... uh it was fantastic.
0: If I had an audience, they would moan right there. Oh, yeah. Mike, can you put in a moan sound right there on the audio, if you yeah. don't mind?
1: Yeah. Ooh, one of those. Yeah. Um, but so anyways, this run on Daredevil, it might be my favorite run of comic books, just period, ever. Period. It takes Daredevil, and it takes him down to the grittiest... Street level, and, and I'm a street level guy. You know, my my favorite guys tend to be street level. Mm-hmm. You know, the Ninja Turtles are street level. Right, Daredevil street level, Batman is street level. Um, and Daredevil kind of strikes me as a Batman without the gadgetry. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of how he comes across to me. And it it is just it's not a happy and uplifting read. I'll tell you that if you're looking to to read a comic and smile because. Oh my gosh! This was just the most magical story I've ever read. Skip it because right. it's not going to happen. But if you want to read some real life, I could see this happening if, if a guy had kind of a little bit of superpowers or something. He,
0: well, he's, it, he's, he's what hero. It's what heroes do. They overcome adversity.
1: Exactly. No and, hero
0: has it easy, or he ain't a fucking hero. Exactly. And this is a great story on a hero that gets stripped down to the fucking core essence of who he is. It even makes him, uh, reconsider who he is. Yeah. And what you get out of that is the hero that it makes him iconic.
1: Yeah. It's several trades. I mean, you could pick it up. They, they kind of give you these sticker trades now where you could pick up maybe five to make the whole Bendis run and everything. And, uh, it's phenomenal. And, and you get so many other cool characters. Punisher's in a huge yeah, part Punisher's of Punisher's in a big part and, of it. And the Punisher Daredevil prison stuff is amazing. Oh, that's,
0: that that's like that was like my favorite part yeah. of it. Yeah.
1: Kingpin You're is You're just talking
0: it. about that makes me want to reread it because it was so fucking yeah. good.
1: And uh, they pull a lot of the Netflix Daredevil show, if, if yes. you watch that, from this yes. run. Um, a lot of the Kingpin stuff is awesome. You get an intimate look at the owl who... You know, you hear the name, you are like, "Oh, that's a stupid villain." He's actually really good and really they made creepy. relevant. You get the schizophrenic gladiator. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And he's, he's a big him. part of the Netflix yeah. show. And let me just say that you don't want to be a woman in Daredevil's life. No. You, you just don't, don't, don't be at all intimate with Daredevil because it's not going to end well for you. No.
0: He, he is the uh, grim reaper of, of, of hot chicks yeah yeah.
1: Uh, yeah you know unintentionally it's not like he's whooping oh no anything. he's devastated after yeah, each, but, each uh, one yeah you, you're not going your to survive a relationship <laughs> right. it's just it's just not going to happen right right you know? it's kind of like get down with those boobs and phasers chicks <laughs> right like, stick with the boobs stay away from the, the phasers. phasers yeah
0: exactly now it's a it's a fantastic run the art is yeah, Alex Maliv Alex malive it's 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 a different style. Like, you couldn't compare Alex Maleev with somebody like Jim Lee.
1: No, I, I but think, it,
0: But his, it so fits the tone yeah. of the
1: story and I, the grittiness. I think probably it. the closest comparison to Alex Maleev is Jock. I think Jock kind of has an Alex Malievish style to him. Yeah. Maleev's is a little easier to follow because I think he's a little bit better, but... Yeah. I think, I think Jock's Jock kind of... You kind know, for similar. some for some
0: reason, it, if you if you compared it page to page, it, it was it wouldn't make sense, or you wouldn't get a similarity. But <clears throat> as far as like grittiness and the you know, because he's real he's real big into using contrast. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's Frank Miller. Yeah, yeah like Miller Frank stuff. Miller, who's actually in two of mine. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I didn't yeah. I didn't think about that till just now. I was looking down my yeah. stack. But um, yeah, that's a it, it's but it's just. The, a lot of these stories they're great stories and if, if what we should do is a show on stories that were fantastic but the art sucked
1: we could do that one day I
0: think we could do that uh, it would take I would have to think about it because the stories that always stick out to me are the ones that Darth Vader it was just uh, okay yeah for you it would be yeah yeah but that it's a it's a marriage. It's yeah. a, a oh, sy- yeah. symbiotic relationship that the writer and the artist have. All these books we're talking about today, they have that in yeah. fucking spades.
1: Well, it's just like Daredevil is a gritty character. He always has been. Oh, and, yeah. And, and I would argue that I think, yeah, I think Daredevil has had more classic runs on it than anybody to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've had the Frank Miller. You, you had Stan Lee at first and then Frank Miller and Bendis. And then you had Brew Baker, mm-hmm. whose stuff was awesome. And then you had Wade. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's it, it's it's incredible. So when Wade took over and he brought in uh, Chris Samney, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the, the colors are bright and vibrant. It's mm-hmm. a little cartoony looking. I thought I was gonna hate it because it's it's not at all what a typical Daredevil book is. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was good. But but it's like you were saying, they they have to have that marriage of tone in the story mm-hmm. and tone of the art. And I thought it wasn't going to, but it, it did. It did. It completely did, yeah. <clears throat>
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, was that? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the first one on my list is – I was thinking about this the other day because when we were talking about our list. The Ultimates Volume 1 mm-hmm. is on my all-time list and for a thousand reasons. And, you know, you were saying it the other day. You're like – we were talking about the Brewbreaker run mm-hmm. on, on Cap – And I thought, because you were like, that's what made you a Cap fan. It really wasn't. This is the run that made me a Cap fan. Because I'll be honest, growing up, uh, Cap was uh, I liked the street-level guys too. Punisher, Wolverine, Mm -hmm. you know, these guys, that they would fucking kill you. Mm -hmm. They would end your ass. And I liked that. I liked the anti-hero guys. And Cap was always the Boy Scout, you know, and all – well – Mark Millar took a different take on the universe and and your 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 Marvel universe if you got somebody that likes the Marvel movies the first runs of the Ultimate Marvel Universe in the comics are what you need to be reading that's where Sam Jackson got cast mm-hmm. it wasn't in Hollywood it was Mark Millar and uh Steve McNiven,
1: yeah, McNiven on the art.
0: Steve McNiven, uh, they made the Nick Fury mm-hmm. character black, which was a, a huge, huge, big, deal. A huge deal, and they gave him the likeness of Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. And then when the Marvel U started, you know, they they made Iron Man and, and all that, and for the Avengers run,
1: they t- pulled heavily from this very volume. Yeah, because what people don't realize is actually the original Avengers. Aren't the original Avengers from the from the movie? Right. It wasn't Tony Stark and, and Hulk Man. and Cap. Cap wasn't an original Avenger. He was still frozen in he ice. Was still frozen
0: ice. He was found yeah. by, by Tony.
1: Yeah. So, but but those were the Avengers. The Ultimates put together.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, and even then, Cap. Well, I guess Cap was part of the Ultimates. Yeah. Uh, from the get go, but they still found him in they the found ice. Him. Yeah. What he did was is he rewrote everybody's origin. To make it times time specific, mm-hmm. like something that would happen now, just like they've done in the movies. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene, I think it was in issue six, um, where it's Hank Pym, Giant Man. Um, he's been in trouble before for domestic violence, even in the original in the original series. He smacks around Janet. Uh, Pim, who Cap has kind of developed a fondness for since he's been thawed out of the ice. She's the wasp. She's the wasp. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And Cap goes and hunts him down. And Pim's in a bar and he's kicking back drinks. And Steve walks up to him and says, hey, uh, change. And he's like, get out of here, Rogers. This ain't none of your business. And he smacks him. Change. Damn it, Steve. Get out of my face. Smacks him. Change. He just keeps doing it. And then finally, you know, giant man's like, you want some? You want some? Blows up, takes the root. The whole time, as soon as he starts changing, Steve takes off across the street. Goes into the building across the street and he's running up the steps. And you know the whole time Giant Man he's going through the building and everything, <laughs> Steve jumps out of the window with his shield and cracks him right in the face. He kicks Giant Man's ass, and then it's like and then walks like mic drop moment. You know, like walks off like don't be smacking your bitch again. Right. And I mean he he made Steve Rogers was an Army Ranger. He was a soldier. Uh, granted, he doesn't take life indiscriminately, but he will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my God, this dude's the baddest guy I've ever seen," <laughs> and I just fell in love with him. Uh, but that's just, and that that's just one issue in that run. Uh, but that's in the that's in the first trade. So uh, that's an excellent trade for somebody who loves the movies. Ultimates Volume One. Uh, it's basically a. Uh, 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 an updated Avengers origin mm-hmm. story. It's different than the movie, so don't think you're getting the same thing.
1: There is also the animated Ultimates movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, very two, good. Yeah, two volumes, and they, they kind of
0: took that heavily. comic yeah, yeah, and put it
1: into the, an animated the comic, version. The comic's good. grittier.
0: The, com- yeah, the comic yeah. is much grittier. Definitely. Uh, to
1: me, it's Millar's best work. Well, that's the other thing I was going to say is... is you know, the Ultimates was good when it made you such a Millar fan when he continues to disappoint us on so many things. <laughs> but you still give him every I shot. Dude, man. Any Millar comic comes out, Travis is going to check it out. I'm going to get it. Uh, but I mean, like Jipper's
0: Legacy and stuff. I mean, yeah, I love, he's good I love good that. Stuff. Yeah. I've
1: got a Millar book on my list, amazingly.
0: Which one is
1: it? Red Sun. Go ahead. Go ahead with Okay, so there, there's your segue, folks. Segway. See, we do segways on this show. Oh, We're legit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Shit. Jesus. Take care so, of boobs and phasers. Yeah. We've got, <laughs> got that shit, too. Anyways, I've got a cotton ball on my eye. <laughs> so Jews don't wear these hats. Um, so, yeah, I've got a Mark Millar book, too. I've got Superman Red Sun, which, uh, you know, full disclosure, I am not the biggest Superman fan. You are not. No. I, I mean, I like him. He's cool in the Justice League and things, but I just think Superman is one of those characters that is incredibly hard to write. Incredibly. Incredibly. Because, to me, you know, he's all-powerful. So, either there's kryptonite involved, and Superman's going to get hurt, or there's not, and he's not. Now, <laughs> right. they've, they've tried to remedy this by making all these different things that have survived Krypton, you know, Doomsday... And then the Kryptonians that were in Candor and all sort of stuff, but it, none of it feels organic. It feels right. like it was forced to give Superman something to fight. Right. You know. Um, so to me, there's only been a couple really good Superman stories. There's been cool stories with Superman in it. You know, like Dark Knight Returns, which is on your list, I know. Mm-hmm. But but as far as a Superman story, there's always been a couple. And the one that by far sticks out to me is called Superman: The Red Sun. Um, and that's red sun, S-O-N. It's a play on words because Superman gets his powers from us having a yellow sun. Right. And I believe Krypton had a red sun. He did. And, but this is red sun because instead of crash landing into Kansas, Superman crash landed into uh, Russia when it was still a communist country. And this is called an Elseworlds tale. Right. Which means it takes place outside of continuity. In Marvel, they tend to call them what-if stories, but in D.C., they call them worlds." Right. And so same, same origin, Krypton's going to blow up, blah, 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 blah. He gets shipped off by his his parents, but instead of the spaceship landing in Kansas, in, in our good old American, uh, you know, demo- democratic country, he lands in communist Russia and is brought up with communist values, and he becomes an oppressor of democracy and of freedom. And then you get to see a lot of cool characters like Batman and some others rise up against him, and you just have a completely different take on it. But I, I think it was absolutely brilliant the way mm-hmm. it was done because, it was. you know, that's something that could have easily happened. His spaceship true. could have landed somewhere other than exactly. Kansas, you know, other than where those Jewish kents were at, you know, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> uh, right. And yeah, I just I I loved it. It's. It, all-time favorite Superman story and one of my all-time favorite stories period yeah it's really really good
0: um and what's cool about it was like it, it's it's the different versions of the Justice League that you see right exactly that's really cool I mean, it'd be cool if it was just a story about Superman too but right. you know you gotta have that uh, opposition that rises up against him right.
1: Batman's awesome Batman's awesome
0: oh it's so so cool his his outfit and everything Where and he's Russian as well so mm-hmm. there's a different take uh um, yeah, it, it was um I'm I'm trying to remember because it's, 'cause it's been so long since I read it, but wasn't the ending? I don't I'm not gonna spoil it, but the ending was pretty fantastic. It was. Okay. It that's was. what I remember. All
1: right. I don't want to say big shout out to the artist on that Dave Johnson. Dave he,
0: Johnson. He doesn't get a
1: lot of credit because he kind of does a lot of like uh he, you know, very very yeah he didn't do a lot stuff. of interiors no he doesn't that's do a lot of that's the reason people don't know him yeah but his art is always phenomenal always
0: good yeah <clears throat> no that's a that's that's a fantastic book ah oh, yeah and, and you know until you said that i i forgot Millar did it
1: yeah yeah mark yeah, mallard book he
0: can do it when he wants to man
1: yeah he can no I, he can i, I mean, just he, he's he he don't get. it He's just it a one lot of those right. guys that either he he nails it or he misses. bombs it. Yeah, yeah, he misses. I mean, kick ass was great, mm-hmm. but the subsequent kick asses have been terrible. terrible. Um, you know, Jupiter's legacy is awesome, but mm-hmm. Empress was about as cookie cutter as they get. You know, Huck
0: was good yeah huck was an original a pretty original idea Mm -hmm. that i can see being a better movie property which it is a movie property everything millard does everything wanted wanted was i fucking love that with uh jg jones
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh was the artist on that wanted was which was the movie a lot different movie than the comic book was yeah the movie sucked uh yeah the comic was way more superhero-ish which yeah. made it fucking awesome
1: it but uh terrible. he can do it when he wants to yeah he can uh
0: no but doubt. talking about fantastic writers segue. Uh um, full of those
1: today full of
0: those today I think we're getting this podcast and shit um uh, <laughs> Took not us not, long re- not really not took really took us long enough. <laughs> right.
1: It's probably the antlers.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. We're like, well, we look like idiots. Let's just fuck go for broke. Right.
1: We've never done that. Before. We've never
0: done that before. Yeah. Um, Jason Aaron. Okay. Um, Jason Aaron. As of right now, and probably the last three or four years, he has been probably my favorite writer. Uh, on on the stuff that's. Coming out on a on a on a weekly, uh, monthly basis. Uh, but he did a
1: book that Pretty much weekly for him. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's a hard he, working he dude, man. Yeah, he
1: does. And but it's and it's good. It's all quality.
0: It's yeah, like whereas no we were doubt. talking about Bendis. Not yeah. not saying Bendis is not as good or whatever. He's not. I am. But uh yeah, yeah, I fuck it, I'll say it too. Um it, it you know, where he you could tell when he's doing so much shit he gets bogged down. Right. And it gets kind of stale. Aaron's just constantly putting out superb shit, man. Uh, But the book that jumped this character up into my top three, uh, which I've always liked him, but it wasn't until I read this that I was like, oh my God, this motherfucker is a badass. Thor God Butcher. Uh, the story by from from Jason Aaron with the artist, which is phenomenal, beautiful art art style work. Not like comic book art, but like art. You've done a art. fucking yeah. museum. Uh, Asad Rabik. I'm not who. I'm not sure. Um, what like what he is yeah i, I would don't know say if it's like he's... a swedish or
1: something Yeah, i don't know i don't
0: i've never seen a picture of the guy Yeah, but he can draw uh, it's beautiful beautiful stuff and like you know kind of like one of the things that got me into comic books was seeing guys that were just jacked up big mm-hmm. shoulders chest muscles veins all that stuff i loved it Asa- no one does it better than a cyber beak. Nobody does it better. There may be better artists, but no one gives you the muscular structure and anatomy like and a side beak does in a, in a character like Thor, you know, every time he picks his hammer up, it's like veins are going to bust mm-hmm. in his arm. It's so just powerful. And this story, the God butcher uh, is basically a story about a God butcher, a, 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 God, he's basically made himself a God, uh, is going around the cosmos killing gods. And his end game is to rid the eternity of gods because he, he is a villain, but the way Aaron writes him is when you learn more about, his name's Gore. When you learn more about Gore's story, you begin to empathize with him, and he's so horrible in the beginning, but then as you get to realize his life and how, what he became and where he got to where he is, you go, holy shit, this is awful. I understand why he hates gods, yeah. and it's his story is so profound, it even makes Thor... Uh, question whether gods are good for the cosmos or not. But the best thing about this writing is, and this is all I'll say about it, <clears throat> is there is future Thor, yep. King Thor. There is present day Thor in the continuity of Marvel Comics. And then there's a young Thor yep. who they all three end up coming together. And the story is written. Uh, it, it jumps around. But it's seamless. Yeah, you never get confused. You never go, "What? Where are we at now? What the fuck? Who's this?" What? You always know what's going on. It's so perfect. Uh, This is the book that I recommend. Like lately, I've been recommending this book a lot to people. I have too. Uh, and it, I mean Brian Cox, uh, Mm -hmm. an avid, avid listener of the show, a good friend of mine. That's the book I gave him. He's a you know Marine. He's a firefighter. I'm like, dude, you're gonna dig Thor, and he read it and was. He's got a weekly pull list.
1: And <laughs> yeah, that, that's how Luke was from our show. That was one of the first books I recommended him. Was, okay. Was, and he bought both hardcover trades of it. And uh,
0: yeah, because it's two stories. Yeah, but he, God Butcher's the first part. Yeah. God yeah.
1: Butcher and the God Bomb. Yeah. And uh, he's got a weekly pull list now. That's so. Just, aw-
0: that's so awesome. And these are people that. Probably didn't know a whole lot about Thor. I always kind of liked him. But I always say I'm like Thor, but I try to be more like Cap. You know, that's the reason they're my, basically my one and two. Yeah. Uh, but I'm more Thor, but, you know, I want right. to be more like Cap. You know what I mean? But
1: Travis yeah, just, did just call himself a god.
0: Yeah, just, well, Siri does call me the Thunderer when I ask her that's, shit.
1: That's pretty so. awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome. Uh, and, well, and, and to, you know, Jason Aaron's credit – Thor is a character that if you don't nail his voice, sounds really stupid. Stupid, really stupid. Yeah, and uh, he nailed it because I'm I'm not a Thor fan, right? You know, I don't dislike Thor. Sure, um, you know, he's kind of like Superman to me—not as hard to write, but more like I like it when he's in other stuff, but I don't really like his standalone stuff a whole lot. And that whole Jason Aaron run uh, was incredible. Yeah, it was. He's Fantastic. Turned, yeah, he's got a female Thor now that's not that good to me. No, um, it's not that good to me either. But but he's doing the unworthy Thor. Right. And that's awesome.
0: It's been fucking awesome. Yeah. Yes. I think I
1: texted you it was like unworthy Thor 2 is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. 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 The it, vo- the first one was good. Right.
0: And I liked where it was going, but it, yeah, and that's it, that's Aaron. He he don't take long to get going.
1: No. Nah. The second uh, one really stepped it up. Yeah, you know, the was,
0: second one was fantastic. I'm so
1: disappointed. it's Only a five issue run. Anymore. I know. Like, oh,
0: Maybe they give him Mjolnir back.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, I think he's gonna get that ultimate hammer back. Uh, yeah, now, but and, uh, and I hope that, that they. That's not the same to me. Right. Right. You know. But it's better than turning him into like a female.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Sorry. So, I mean. Thor should just be a guy. Right. Not He's, Nothing misogynistic about it. It's just he should be a guy. Right. I'm not talking bad about female characters. No, not at all. Thor's There's plenty dude. of great ones. Yeah.
0: None on my list, but... Oh, actually, there is a heroine on my list. Debbie.
1: Debbie. Tokyo Ghost. Ah, yes. That's yeah. true. But it's your turn. You go ahead. Well, and to segue into that, we were talking about great writers... <sighs> And you just talked about a Rick Remender book. I did. So I you said basically. your favorite current monthly guy is Jason Aaron. I did. And kind of my favorite current monthly guy, see, we're going to spoon feed you this one is Rick Remender. Yeah, he's good. He uh man. so good. I wish he would do some superhero stuff again.
0: It's not his bag though. And I think that's what I like about it. Yeah, him.
1: I mean he when he does it it's great. It, it's good. But yeah. he doesn't love to do it. He don't love to do he it. I'd rather his, do yeah, like what he's doing. Right. And actually, it was funny, I was going through an old Ninja Turtles trade I had, just reading through some of it, and I have an issue that's in that trade where Rick Remender was the artist. Because he started as an artist, and then started writing. I had no idea. Yeah, and I've got I've got Rick Remender drawn Ninja Turtles issue. Holy shit. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Was it good? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, the fucker's just talented, Yeah, because I didn't know it either. And then, so I researched it, and it was like, yeah, Rick Remender started off as an artist, and then went into writing. And I was like,
0: wow. Oh. That's fantastic. I had no idea. Yeah. That's cool shit. Yeah.
1: So anyway, so I, I'll talk about my favorite Rick Remender uh, story, which there's tons of them. Uh, Travis is good talk about Tokyo Ghost, which which is incredible, besides the male-to-male blowjobs. And, my penis. Yeah. Uh, shit was crazy. Um... Just the, the the nut shot, man. Like you could have done without that. Yeah, at least you spit it out. Yeah, true. Because <laughs> yeah, I think he was dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, was he?
1: Thanks. Well, no, the the reporter wasn't, but I think then he made the severed head suck his dick. Oh, yeah. So yeah, normally your head severed, you dead. Um. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Uh, <laughs> was remember a lot. I texted. You and I was like, Have you read Tokyo Ghost? I think it was six six yet you were like the blowjob part and i was like yeah, <laughs> yeah that one and you were like yeah, yeah. that was, that was, that was what weird are you doing to me rick yeah i think that was sean murphy dude probably I think sean slides that in there <laughs> joke. just 17 layouts aren't done yet just wait <laughs> um so yeah so there's there's tons of there's tokyo ghost and this is just currently black science Deadly Class is phenomenal every month. It
0: it so should have been on my list. I kind of want to put it on my list now, other than Tokyo Ghost, which was fucking phenomenal. Sean Murphy makes me want to put that on the list, but uh, Deadly Class is so fucking good. Deadly Class is
1: amazing, and they're making a show. Uh, About time. Right, which I don't know how they're going to pull that off unless it's like Uh, an HBO thing or something. It'd be great. And... uh, Remender's helping them do it, so it's going to stay authentic, you know. What's your book? Yeah. Oh, is Daily Clash oh, your oh, book? No, no, no. I'm getting to it. I'm just oh. naming all the crazy Remender stuff. Oh, okay. Because I want them to know just how good this is to yeah. beat out all these books. You're low, and uh, Agent 47 was amazing, all this stuff. So, anyways, uh, Uncanny X-Force. Oh, yes. This is funny, because I keep saying, "Ah, oh, I'm not a fan of this that much, but... I'm not the biggest X-Men fan. I'm not either. They've never been my cup of tea. I liked them a little as a kid Mm -hmm. because Wolverine was such a badass. Yeah, I loved
0: Wolverine as a kid.
1: And I love X-Men's villains. Magneto is incredible. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Saber 2. The Horseman. Yeah, the the Horse. The Reavers. I mean, even the things like the. uh, the Brood, those aliens. Oh, yeah. Are awesome. uh, the Hellfire Club. Yeah, Hellfire Club. Mystique. Mr. Sinister is, Sinister is one of my favorites, you know. Uh, was just the list They've got awesome. great, Sentinels. great villains. Trask. Yeah. I mean, it just goes on. Their and villains and are, and are and incredible, but their heroes are only so-so to me. I just yeah. never really identified with them. Mm-hmm. Um, loved Wolverine as a kid, like I said, because he was such a badass. Um, and I've always kind of liked Nightcrawler. I mean, Crawler's really good. But just, just not my thing so my buddy is like man you love comics right he, and I said yeah he said you have to read Uncanny X-Force and I was like X-Force like the shit from back of the days with Cable and Domino and shit uh, Rob, Rob Liefeld right yeah Rob Liefeld made that shit <sighs> Warpath and all that no I don't think I'll be picking that up he's like dude it's nothing like that it's amazing he was like Rick Remender wrote it and I was like Rick Remender like Fear Agent 47 you know Fear Agent he's like yeah and I was like I'm in all right, I'll check it out. First issue, incredible.
0: incredible.
1: It's kind of the origin of Apocalypse mm-hmm. and the Four Horsemen.
0: Which it never we'd never seen before.
1: Nope. And the artist, who we've talked about before, because he's currently on what might end up making my list one day, another Rick Remender book, which is Seven to Eternity. Yes. the The way those first three issues have gone, if it stays up on that level, it'll be on this list one day. Yeah. But Jerome Opeña is the artist, and I, I think dollar for dollar, Opeña might be the best, best. artist in uh, the
0: and, game. And, and when I was talking about Rubik earlier, that's the guy. When I said there might be better artists out there, right? and I was thinking, you know, my, my, my little my little brain was going, who? And I went, Opeña. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. They're, they're different styles. Apples and oranges, very I love fruit. styles. Uh, so I love them both. <laughs> very but, different styles. But uh, Yeah, very different styles, but just fantastic
1: yeah. artwork. I think whereas you kind of said ribbage, I, I've always called ribbage, and I don't know if that's how you say it or not, beside ribbage. Um, you know, his stuff is, like you said, you would see it on a gallery. It's artists. You know, it, it's painted. It looks great. Yeah. Jerome O'Pena is the comic book guy. The comic book. Like guy. He. If you want your comic book to sing, you get Jerome O'Pena. Yep. You know, and uh, so so the combination of Remender and O'Pena, you know, it's going to be good. And they just went through and they took a cast of characters who, by themselves, I really couldn't have given a shit about. Right. Wolverine. He's he's kind of cool, but he's oversaturated. You know. Silock throwaway. You know. Deadpool, people are going to kill me for this now with the movie, but before the movie, Deadpool is pretty much throwaway to me, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Okay, great. He's he's Wolverine. With, with a sense with, of humor. Yeah, with a sense of humor and, and a little schizophrenia, you know? Right. Okay, okay, great. Another Rob Liefeld guy. Um, and then he introduced a Grant Morrison character, Phantom X, and I do not like anything Grant Morrison does usually. Phantom X is the only thing I've liked about Grant. I liked the one Batman trade he did, Arkham Asylum. It was okay. Um, that's it. So, and, and there's other characters, and they some coming later. Uh, Archangel is a huge part later in the Dark Angel saga. Yes, which is incredible. Which is incredible. And but these are all characters who I who I could not care less about. Like my man was like, you gotta read this Uncanny X Force man. It's got Archangel, Wolverine, and Psylocke. And, and Phantom X, who I wouldn't even know who that was. And so i would have been like, eh, I don't think so. He makes every one of those characters amazing. It's, to me, maybe the best rendition of Wolverine. That can be argued. Because mm-hmm. there's the Frank Miller one, mm-hmm. which, which gonna, is incredible. We're going to talk about. I love the Weapon X Wolverine. Yeah. So. But it's definitely the best I've ever seen Archangel. The best I've ever seen Psylocke. The best I've ever seen Deadpool. Yep. The best I've ever seen Phantom X because I'd never fucking seen him before. The most menacing I've ever seen Apocalypse, yes. including Age of Apocalypse. Yes. Um, the Horsemen. The Horsemen were awesome. So awesome. And then he took the he took stupid characters like Captain Britain and mm-hmm. stuff in that one arc, and made them relevant and yep. cool. Then and he it- took Wolverine's son, which I'm not gonna spoil anything, but Wolverine's son is is in that last Dokken. arc. Which, yeah. And, uh, that Wolverine is his son dynamic was incredible, you know, and there's some crazy shit that happens in that one. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. The whole run. I've read the first four issues, which is the first book, which is the origin of apocalypse probably 10 times. Yeah. When I'm bored and I'm like, man, I want to pick up, you know, I just want to read something I've read before I reread it. For some reason, I pick that up all the time. Yeah,
0: that's a great that's a great book. I wish that that probably should have made my list because it's it's just it's with that marriage we were talking about that's that symbiotic relationship between writer and artist. I mean, never more clear than than, those two guys are just. Well, yeah, I mean, they're Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Yeah, they're they've done the fantastic.
1: They're doing the Seven to Eternity. They've done the X Force. Opena was one of the two artists on the Fear Agent, Mm -hmm. which was incredible, uh, along with Tony Moore from The Walking Dead. And I'll tell you, Tony Moore is cool, and, and his stuff is great. But the transition from Opeña to Tony Moore, oh, you know, it was devastating. Big, it was a big drop off. Yeah, you can go from
0: you can go from Tony Moore to Opeña. <laughs> yeah, if you can't go to the other No, no. Yeah, like that, uh, you know, driving the Porsche your daddy got you for Christmas, right? Getting a getting a hoopty,
1: you yeah, know what getting I mean? a Dodge Journey. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> 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 no, that's a that's a fucking that's a fantastic book. Uh, I, I
1: I do want to say because this is a Christmas issue, so. You know, we're having parents who are buying stuff for kids and stuff. That's not really a kid book. No. Like, maybe 13 and up or so, 14 and up, but... I don't know if any of the books... Would...
0: Red Sun would
1: be okay. Red Sun would be... I mean, I think Ben is Daredevil for the most part. There's some killing, but... I mean, this has the dude carving his arm off and stuff. Oh, yeah. And... Oh, this... Yeah, this book, definitely not. Yeah. But... Yeah, a
0: lot of these books maybe not so kid-friendly now I think about it. Yeah. (laughs) But that, I like my, obviously, uh, I do a show where we cuss a lot. I like my entertainment adult. Yeah. Um, You know, but let me tell you what. Kids are going to fucking see it anyway. Yeah. I think Uh, Jason
1: Aaron's Thor would have been okay. I don't remember anything that stood out as terrible.
0: No. Yeah, you're right. It's just so graphic. Yeah. And and like Opeña, Sadra Beek's, Violence, Yeah, is violent. is violent. It's yeah. visceral. It's true. like he punches people and you see teeth and spit and blood flying all over the place. Right. And there's several several panels where Thor's banging chicks because he's, he's raiding with the Vikings as young Thor and he's drinking he and he's mead. banging chicks and he's drinking and he's banging chicks. I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of that. So, uh, but yeah. you know, as a as a, a middle school kid or you know yeah. something like that, be fine. They're, they see worse on fucking TV all the time. Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Uh, should we talk about D.K.R.? I guess we
1: should. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it earlier a little bit. Just, I did. You know,
0: uh, but that, bit. I, that's what I'll do next. I'll do uh, Dark Knight Returns. I showed it to you a minute ago. It's the book that got me back into comic books. When I came home from school, a, 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 a high school friend of mine, actually a school friend of mine, I've known him since the second grade, he was big comic books, asked me if, still, if I still read. I said I didn't. Uh, you know, I've been at school, broke, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, uh, you need to read The Dark Knight Returns.
1: Didn't you have like $10 and he said, take your $10? Yes, and- yes. Yeah. I think,
0: he, yeah, it was something like yeah. that, yeah. And uh, I went to Walden Books, Jervis Mall, and bought it. J Mall, yep. Uh, it was actually like eleven ninety five or something like that, I think. And I bought it. Uh, fell in love with it. It's a story about old Bruce Wayne, an older Batman. It's probably in his late fifties. He's basically been retired uh, from being Batman for several years mm-hmm. now. The war the Gotham is just it's at an all-time low. Um and a series of events happen that bring him out of retirement, and it's the story of an older man trying to find a way to fight crime like he did and being be as effective as he was, but still being an older man, not being able to do that stuff. Uh this dark night is not Your Batman Adventures Dark Knight returns. This is a brutal, brutal Batman. Yeah, he'll break your spine, but he didn't kill you. Uh, and he did end up killing some people. Yeah, uh, this, this is the book that Zack Snyder took heavily from in the Batman versus Superman movie insert your insult now. I don't know how this movie gets the hate that it does. I don't either. But um, if you want to see what we thought about, it, check out the media's on movie review we did on it. But
1: uh, uh shameless, shameless plug. Chris Nolan but, pulled a lot from it in the uh, third Batman mm-hmm. movie he did, too, Dark, Dark Knight Night Re- Rises. Dark Knight Rises. There's yes. a lot from it.
0: There, there's a lot. Yeah. yeah he Dark did Return. a little different, but yeah. whereas Zack Snyder took panels from if if you're a fan of that movie and you haven't read this, when you read it, you're gonna go, "Holy shit, that was in that movie!" Yeah, like
1: Superman getting nuked and just floating there. Yep, yep. The mean, horse, yeah, the horse. Yeah,
0: uh, just well, we went when we did the review show. We went, I mean, just yeah, we it went was through a lot. When of he's it. holding the the big uh, like M88, the, the big machine gun at the end when he's oh, saving yeah. Martha. So, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic book. Um, the Mutant Leader, which is something that I really want to see, that I've heard there's rumors that the Mutant Leader, they're, they're talking about a guy mm. that's a huge, he's a wrestler, he's a big, huge guy. They're talking about he could possibly be a mutant leader mm. in a future movie, so we'll see about that. But that is a fantastic scene. It's like scenes like movies and TV shows. I think about comic books, I think about this book, and that's the scene that pops out. Is the mud hole scene oh, yeah. where he, he fights the mutant leader for the second time? Yeah. It's so badass. And if you
1: want a gift in a different media, the animated Dark Knight Returns is, is incredible. Yes, I mean they talk it it's my all time favorite animated yeah, movie DVD. Yeah, I DVD, mean they movie. they just just nailed it. Pretty good, Be- the it.
0: best one. Yeah, yeah, oh, by, yeah, by far the best. Yeah, one. yeah, and, uh, especially from an adapted standpoint. Yeah, I mean, too,
1: it's yeah. it's basically word for word. Word for from word, it. it's
0: the comic book come to life. Basically. Yeah, they
1: got Peter Weller doing the voice of old Batman. You know, yeah. which was perfect. Yeah, and uh, uh, the mud hole scene was just great. You know, you don't understand, son. This isn't a mud hole. It's, it's a an operating, operating table. table snaps his shoulder yeah you know? so, man it's, it's
0: so good so man, good
1: incredible but uh yeah you know it's the book that
0: got me back in the book comic books got me uh i'm still to this day one of the biggest batman fans i mean him and cap they go thor's always number two but cap and uh, batman they they wrestle with that number one spot time in, in my mind so yeah that's a fantastic book to get anybody
1: so all right and we'll segue over i've actually got two batman books made my list um We'll talk about the first one. And this one uh, is more or less kid-friendly. It's, it's, there might be a thing here or there. That you're kind of like, eh. But, but really, I, I don't think I would have any trouble if my kid was reading this. Um, and that's Batman The Long Halloween. Picture of it right there. there. This, uh, for me, was, like Travis, I had got, I was into comics as a kid. Oh, I'm Kicking shit. Um, yeah, we're good. I was I was uh, into comics as a kid. Had to stop, you know. And you grew up and playing ball and all that stuff, and went off to college. Got back in them into college for just a little bit, and it was just it, it was too expensive of a hobby, you know. I'm like, I just you know can't uh continue to pay this much money that's like, what it was uh, for me yeah, yeah. Well, on a college budget i wasn't going to duke so right or, or you know or kentucky and getting paid to play ball
0: right yeah like open up my mailbox and oh there's a thousand dollars Right. how
1: did this get here that's chris mills i'll put this right yeah <laughs> <laughs> put this next next to, to me here in my Porsche. <laughs> um and then, you know, I, I was starting to get back into comics and someone was like, Man, have you read the Long Halloween from Bat you know, Batman? And I was like, No. I love Batman though. He's always been one of my favorites. So they lent me the book and I read it. And I was all the way in, you know. And uh at that time Jeff Loeb was on top of his game. Jeff yeah, Loeb was. was the writer. And everything Jeff Loeb wrote at that time was just fantastic. Oh, great. It was and, great. Yeah, and now he's doing all the all the uh, Marvel TV shows. TV shows. shows. And yeah. he's doing a good job. He is. But, you know, this is real sad. He lost his son. Yeah. And he was never kind of the same writer after that. Nope. For whatever reason. Um, and that's understandable, mm-hmm. you
0: know. Oh, absolutely, yeah.
1: And he teams with the artist all the time, Tim Sale. Mm-hmm. And Tim Sale is, like, my favorite. Yeah. Tim Sale's really stylized. So you either love him or you hate him, but I love him. I'm he drew a Batman for me.
0: Excuse me, that I have. Yeah, show him that Joker. I'm gonna show you this Joker uh, just to give you an idea of how stylized he is. That's that's kind of what it, it, his art looks like. It's a little cartoony, uh, but it it. But I'll show I'll show you Batman. Yeah, he just draws to some show big you round
1: muscles too and stuff.
0: Yeah, like I kind of like this. Uh, I thought this was pretty cool. Yeah, he draws big. He draws big Jack guys. Like that's Batman. So I mean, it's it's a it's a great comic book art.
1: Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? For Look. Sure. And he he drew a Batman for me that I have framed and, you know, on yeah, my wall it's and stuff awesome. and it's it's one yeah. of my favorite, you know, possessions I have. Um
0: Here's another picture. I just want to show this real quick. see how he draws Batman's cape. Almost kind of like a uh, McFarlane Spawn yeah, type yeah. cape and where it's can, alive almost. And you
1: can see how long and pointed he makes the, the ears. ears. Yeah, that's a big Tim Sale trademark. Yeah. But his use of awesome. shadows and his inking is just incredible. Incredible. Um, Everything he's he does is really Great. cool, and he did for people who love TV shows. He was he did all the boards for the show uh, Heroes.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I know that was that, a big that's actually hit. in a collection. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got it. I've got that's it cool. Somewhere.
1: Yeah, um, and that team they, they did several books, uh, usually by color. They did Spider Man Blue and Daredevil Yellow and Hulk Gray, mm-hmm. and eventually Captain America White. They did a very good Superman book called For For All Seasons that retold his origin story that's um, one of the few Superman stories I really, really like. But Batman had long Halloween, and they, they had the subsequent, uh, before it was a haunted night, and then it was long Halloween, and then my mind's playing tricks on me. I can't remember. But there was another, the third book. Mm-hmm. I and, can't remember uh, what it is either. They, they were just incredible. Dark yeah. Victory. Thank you. Dark yeah, Victory. That's it. That's it. And uh, there, there's, to me, I love Dark Knight Returns, that Travis was just talking about. Loves it. Love it, love it. There's no better Batman book than Long Halloween. Dark Knight Returns, I would say, is as good. It's different. It's as good. But I wouldn't put it above it. Love Long Halloween.
0: Yeah, Long Halloween. And And it's longer. Oh, yeah. It's 12 issues. Yeah, it's it's real. The trade's pretty thick. The difference from the Batman standpoint, Long Halloween versus DKR, uh, you get a lot more of the Dark Knight detective yeah. in Long Halloween. Yeah, he's the detective.
1: Whereas
0: Dark Knight Returns, he's not. No. He's still Batman. He's still sharp. He's, he's a still, force of nature. He's a force of nature. Yeah. Uh, he's still outthinking you because he outthinks the boy in blue at the end. But uh, th- this really highlights. The detective, which yeah. I love that about, yeah. about that. Yeah, the movie.
1: long Halloween's a mystery. For, it's a mystery. For yeah, a big part yeah, of it. Yeah, it's a
0: mystery story. Yeah, it's really, 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 really fucking yeah. good. Um, Beans, you were talking about, um, we were talking about Wolverine earlier. I want to, uh, can I say we would talk about it? Wolverine, Frank Miller's Wolverine, um, and I've got it right here. This is a, I don't even know where the fuck I got this at, like this cover. That's the one I saw. Oh, is this the one you saw? I usually see the one, it's the cover of him holding up the claws and his face is behind the claws. Yeah, he's smiling. Yeah, and he's got the cigar in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but uh, that's pretty cool because he's fighting the ninjas, which he does a lot of that in this book. But it's um, basically not an origin story, but at this point when this book came out, we didn't know a whole lot about Wolverine. We didn't know his past. We didn't know anything like that, and he was... Set to be married. Uh, he had invited the X Men and everything. And then Yukio, his fiance, said, can't do it. And then this, he, he goes to Japan, tries to win the favor of Yukio's father, who is a crime syndicate boss. And. Basically, have nothing to do with Wolverine. He's an animal. He's not a man. And it's the story. Wolverine is the Wolverine. He is violent, visceral, berserker rage was a huge trait that Wolverine had over his over his adversaries, over his opponents. But this is the story of Wolverine trying to find out if he is more animal than man. And it's one of those things where. Sinjin, who who is the 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 father that have nothing to do with Wolverine, or once Wolverine have nothing to do with his daughter, basically tells him you're you're an animal, you no animal, you can't have my daughter. You're an animal. You're not even a man. And Wolverine's like shit. Maybe maybe he's right. right. And kind of like in the in the Daredevil story, he's stripped down to the essence of what he is, and he can go one way or another. He can be an animal, or he can be the man, and he. You know, he's a hero at heart. I mean, he's an anti-hero, and he, le- he has a huge body count in this. But it's some of Miller's best work. He wrote and uh, illustrated this. It's fantastic. Uh, I love it. I was a huge Wolverine fan as a child. I said child. I was probably eight or nine, I guess. Uh, but my dad loved Wolverine. He drank beer. He smoked cigars, and he killed people. As a kid, you right. there's nothing else that you like better. Right. So um, that that was one of the reasons this made my list, and it, it's it's odd, but a lot of people haven't read this. Right. And I just it blows me away because this is uh, it's uh, to me it's classic. It's like when you think of trade paperbacks, you think a combined collection of stories. This is this should be on everybody's must read list.
1: So what's your next book? Uh, I got another Batman book. Let's do it. And it's a recent book, which is, you know, oh, we, we've yeah, had a couple yeah. recent ones with uh the Thor, yeah, um, and Deadly Class.
0: And, le- and let me say that we could have, we could have picked twenty books. Oh yeah, easily yeah. the Watchmen, uh, like you said, Deadly Class, a lot of stuff from and Eric, scalped, yeah. uh, Hundred Bullets. Walking Dead, which is a fantastic comic book series. Uh, we could have did a lot of those, but we, we kind of picked ones that spoke to us and thought these will grab people in this story. Mm-hmm. Not not something that Walking Dead like takes a few volumes uh, to get really, really good, but it's worth the payoff, too. Uh, Daily Class is kind of like it in some some yeah. standpoint, mm-hmm. but like you read this collection of stories, and you're gonna be like, "Holy shit, man! This is what comic books are about. This right. is fantastic." So go right. ahead with, with, yeah, your next book's fairly
1: recent, yeah, What, pretty, three years, uh, probably five, five, yeah, forty okay. five. Um, it's by Scott Snyder, who I think is uh, one of the, one of the best writers you know in the game right now. I don't think he's necessarily as versatile. As like a Jason Aaron, Snyder's stuff tends to be more horror mm-hmm. based. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, was he perfect for Batman.
0: Him, him and Greg Capullo, the creative team on Batman for the last five
1: years. Five years. Yeah. Uh,
0: when the new 52, if you're familiar with that, if you're not, don't worry about it. Uh, Cause a lot of it was forgettable, <laughs> but their run, you and I've talked about this several times. Been a lot of great creators, taking nothing away from any, all the creators that have been on Batman in the in the past. Except for Neil
1: Adams, because fuck them. Fuck Neil Adams. Right. Uh, he
0: basically created Batman. Basically. He
1: just basically created everything.
0: <laughs> but uh, Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder, the best creative team on
1: Batman ever. 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 Which and is pretty high praise. And what's funny is I I wasn't blown away by Capullo originally. Like When yep. they said he's going to be on, I was like, oh, he was okay on Spawn, you know. And, uh, boy, if he didn't step his game up to a whole nother level, you know. Big time. Yeah. I think he realized this is
0: his shot to cement himself as top tier. Yeah.
1: And he did. And he did it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Good. Um, Yo,
0: congratulations to him.
1: Right. Yeah. Arm wrestling notwithstanding. Arm wrestling
0: notwithstanding. Uh, (laughs) If you've watched the show in the past, you know
1: about that story. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so they, they did, I think it was 60 issues. Give or take of Batman with all the little annuals and stuff and all that stuff, and but their first first uh, eleven or twelve was called the Court of Owls in the City of Owls. And It was one book. Well, I'm sorry, it was two books. But it was one story, kind of like that Thor, God Bomb, God Butcher, and uh, absolutely unbelievable. So good the the horror aspect of it on Batman, the dark tones, the art was just perfectly in sync. And we had a new
0: an introduction to not just a new, organ, villainous organization, but a new villain.
1: Right, and that's that's what I was going to get to. Is oh. it's very hard, I think, to to bring something completely new into comic books, very, and for it to work. For it to work, yeah. Yes. People bring in new characters all the all time, time, but most of them are terrible. <laughs> right. And that's one reason why I like this seven to eternity so much, because all those new characters that Romander introduced. They're all awesome. Like, I want to know about everyone, every one of them. You know, and... But to, but to do that in something established like Batman, it's been around 75 years, you know, and stuff like that. That's hard to do. He, who has
0: a fantastic rogues gallery already.
1: Already, yeah, he does. The best, probably. The
0: best, probably, yeah.
1: Um, and he brought in the the Court of Owls, who are these, these rich... Overseers, you know, secret society. Yeah, see, yeah. No
0: one they've been around Gotham since the beginning of Gotham City.
1: Right. It's and like no the, one knew
0: it. Like, Not even Batman, who's been doing this for a while. Now.
1: Right. And it was like the Masons or the the Skull and Bone yeah, Society yes, and stuff, you know, yeah, people. Right, they, right. they were underground, but they control and run everything. Everything. And they are such a cool invention yes. in the Batman mythos. It changed everything. Yes, it did. And it's one of those where when they finished up, you know, after issue, I can't remember if it was 11 or 12. I feel it was like 11. I was like, I cannot wait for the next Court of Owls story. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They brought in their, their main assassins are called Talons. Talons. And then the main assassin album is The Talon. Yeah. And uh, he briefly got his own book, but like Travis said, the new Fifty Two, like most of that shit, was forgettable, and it was forgettable. But he's a really good character. He's if, a fantastic if, character. If the right creative team gets a hold of, yes, him. And, bad uh, bad ass. Yeah, the, the costume design is awesome. <laughs> it was, you know, and there, there's the owl and the bat play. You yeah, know, yeah, that's and,
0: what man. To me, I love
1: that. I thought that was so creative. Issue, I think it's five. You had to flip all around as Batman's caught in that maze underground. And I've never seen a comic Comedy like that, like before, that. ever. I mean, in, you know,
0: I'd forgotten all about that. Yeah, book. that's, into, a fa- yeah, that's into, awesome.
1: In the, what, 70-something years of comics, maybe 80 years of, of superhero comic books, that's brand new. Yeah. I've never seen it before. You, you literally have to take it, and you're flipping it uh, every which way to follow Batman through this this maze, and his mind's all messed up because he's been drugged on and all stuff. I got done reading that, and I was like, holy shit, what was that? Like It, it was an experience. Yeah, know? it was exp- an yeah. It was awesome. A
0: lot of times, it, a comic book doesn't do that for you. Right. Yeah, and and, and, and for those of you who don't know, because my wife didn't know, to me, it's like breathing. You go panel to panel, you go left to right, mm-hmm. panel to panel. Sometimes... It scans across two pages. You mm-hmm. kind of got to watch the dialogue. A lot of times, the comic creators are really good about stretching a single panel across two pages that lets you know, go this way, stupid. Yeah, they they kind of lead you. They lead you. Sometimes, sometimes they don't.
1: Yeah, if it's not done well. <laughs>
0: right, right, right. Well, you know, my wife was like, I not even read a comic kind of book. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you do this. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, wow. I wouldn't have thought that. And then, like, you know, you saying that I'm like, I, and I remember reading that book, going, "What the fuck? Yeah. Holy shit!" And I immediately, as soon as I put it down, reread it. Yep, me Had too. to reread me too. it. Uh,
1: better the second time yeah. around. Even and it's funny. I read. I tend to read a lot of my comic books at night before I'm getting ready to go to bed, uh-huh. so I have superhero dreams. <laughs> and, uh, so I'll take two hours or something to read through a bunch of comics and stuff. And I remember particularly, I was, I was. Not half asleep. That, that's too much. But I was semi-sleepy as I read that. And I'm flipping around. I was like, what the hell? And I was so hyped that I immediately woke up all the way to reread it because I had to get every, you know, detail. On right, aspect of that. right. It, it was so awesome. So cool. So cool.
0: But that, and that issue is in that that run. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the fir- issue the five. Flip. So yeah. was the first book six issues? I, I, I think
1: it was six or seven. And okay. I think it was six. And then... Seven through, or yeah, seven through eleven is the second book.
0: An- another, believe. and that's another thing. You know, some of these stories, like God Butcher, goes into part two, which is God Bomb. Right uh, now, it's still a self-contained story in, in that trade, like right. his is. But I'm telling you, you you read that, you're gonna want to get the second one. Right, but leave that up to the to your person you give the the trade to. That's kind of the reason we're putting these on this list, is it's going to whet their appetite it's going to fucking get them hyped to read more like holy shit i got to find out what happens to gore yeah. oh my god what's what's going on with the court of Owls? so
1: you know you're that's the the whole reason we're putting some of these on this list yeah they're going to walk up you know run up to you and say mom or dad or, Oh, that book you got me was so awesome, but I gotta have the I next one. I gotta have the next know? one. Well, you got a birthday coming yeah, up, son. Right? That's you know, what I used to get. Be you know. good in school, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. Bring me that A and algebra. That's, that's and kind of all. what I do <laughs> with uh, Amanda's son, Jeremy. I, I haven't even told you that yet. It, uh, every week that he goes through school and all his grades are up and he has no behavior issues, which he usually doesn't, I get him a trade. That's awesome. Yeah, because he loves to read. And yeah, my know. thing was my dad took me to the Great Skate. Yeah,
0: like on the weekend. And basically, I could get whatever I wanted, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, comics were cheap back then. But, I mean, I could go and just, I could get whatever I wanted. And the day, that, you know, I knew when i get that report card or if I did something fucking outstanding, I could go home and be like, hey, 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 can we go skate
1: Can we go grace And be like. Mm, yeah we can go Saturday I'm like fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah I mean
0: like just fucking losing yeah, my get, shit as we get the,
1: a weekly update text from his teacher you know because I, I stay on it you know I don't think there's anything more important than education right and uh, Jeremy was great he was outstanding you know all his work was done he got nothing but A's and you know he was a model student and something give him, a, give him a trade that's awesome you know? That's because awesome. he loves the shit too he loves the stuff and, and to me Reading is reading. You know, I remember back in the days, my mom who's a she was English major, you know, all that. She's like, You gotta read these novels and sh Wow, well, that shit was boring as hell, man. You know, I'm not feeling Walt Weiss and, or Walt Whitman. Or Walt, Walt Whitman. Yeah, Whitman. Yeah. That's why Walt Weiss is a baseball player <laughs> for the Oakland. A's. I ain't feeling him either. I know that. I uh but Walt either. Whitman, you know. And there's, some of those books are fantastic, don't get me wrong, but, but a lot of them were just so stupid and boring. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. not trying to read this shit. The Great Gatsby. You know? and, but,
0: but but comic books can get you... Yeah. They, they will not only increase your, your vocabulary, but... Big time. The, the, the ideas and the concepts behind yeah. them, it makes you think. Well, and you that's the thing I mean? is a
1: lot of comics now address current political issues, current topics <sighs> going on in today's society. It'll greatly increase your vocabulary. So to me, reading's reading.
0: So right, he likes right. to read Absolutely. those
1: books too. But if he wants to read comic books, I say, man, go for it. Absolutely. You know? so, Absolutely. So, yeah, that's what we do with him. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, anybody, anybody
0: can do that. And I I, right. I would encourage it because, like I said, my, my dad, I used to I sit on my dad's lap and he would read comic books to me, usually old X-Men, mm-hmm. uh, John Byrne, Chris Claremont, X-Men, yeah. which was wordy as fuck. Uh, he would read those to me when I was a kid before I could even fucking read. So right. um and then my next book is Big Surprise. Captain America, uh The Winter Soldier. Uh this is this is actually a hardback. Um the buy your buying choices vary. A lot of them are paperback, they're cheaper, and like I told you with my 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 dark night there, it's beat the fuck up because I give it to people. Uh, the hardbacks are a lot nicer. Uh, that's what it looks like without the uh, the, the cover on it.
1: Uh, this is by Ed Brubaker. And... And let me just say, every book that we've recommended today is available in trade form, in soft cover form. It, yes. I, so, I
0: have them all. Every one we talked about, I have it somewhere. These are the ones I just found real fast to let, to, so everybody could
1: see. I just, if, but then they have different covers on them, and I didn't want to right. confuse people, but I just want to kind of show you what it looked like. If you uh, If you're buying this for the first time for a kid or something – you know, I recommend you get the soft cover. There's no reason oh, to give a child yeah. no. the hard cover. And pay an extra five to ten bucks right. for it and stuff right. like that. Maybe all
0: you can find yeah. in it, and if you find a good deal on it, right? Then that's yeah, one they thing. go
1: for it. But but uh, and if and if your kid is already into comics as a collector and oh, stuff, yeah. then you go for get, the hard cover. Hard you know for sure. But yeah, yeah it's, if so it's nice. Just, hey, I like the movies. I want to read something. You know, yeah, yeah Get the soft. You know, yeah, get the get soft. The soft back. Save yourself a little money and.
0: But, uh, but this, this Ed Brubaker is uh, the story. There was a big joke in, in Marvel Comics for fucking years. Uh, and it was, no one stays dead in the Marvel Universe other than Bucky. Right. Bucky was dead. It was Captain America's sidekick during World War II. He died. Uh, basically in the, in the same uh, explosion that took Cap into the ice, but Bucky didn't make it. Um, so, well, so we thought, I should say, spoiler alert, Bucky's alive. Uh, this story was, um, to me, the second best Cap story other than the Ultimates volume one, maybe the best Cap story, but it's so, it is a spy thriller. Mm -hmm. Basically. If you've seen Captain America Two, the winter soldier heavily, heavily, heavily influenced by this book. As uh, soon as you read it, you'll see all the similarities. A lot more superhero, villainy stuff going on in this one. Yeah. But it's still espionage, that was, subterfuge.
1: That's so important. The disappointing me of that second Cap movie was right. I swear your man, Robert Redford, was the Red, Red Skull. Skull. And they didn't show been. it. They have showed it. It would have been, Should've been, in, been in so cool. In a mirror or
0: something. At one point, yeah. just flash his face. Yep. Because Red Skull is... The protagonist in this. And he was so, the
1: same name.
0: Yes. The same name, yeah, yeah, same name as the character in the movie. the Robert
1: Redford played. Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: excellent story. And it was like the first. Like true Marvel Universe book. That didn't make Cap a pussy. Uh, he's still Cap. Core the, values. Uh, everything that you love about Cap. And you want to emulate about Cap. Is in there. And he'll kick your fucking
1: teeth in. Yeah, he was a soldier. And
0: he was a soldier. And he Brubaker is the first guy that kind of took that edge and gave it to him without making him an asshole. Mark Millar's Captain America is kind of an asshole. Right. Uh, he's a gruff soldier. We all know those kind of guys. Cap is the guy that everybody loves. Everybody wants to make proud. Like, you don't let this guy down. Right. And that's Brubaker took all of that, and then he got on your heartstrings when Cap finds out that Bucky could be alive, mm-hmm. and you get a kind of a Cap that I love is the Cap that teeters on the edge, like he's close to losing his shit. And that's a guy if he ever lost his shit, you're all fucked. Mm-hmm. You're everybody's fucked if Cap ever lost his shit, but he don't, and that's what makes him Cap again. It's a hero that is stripped down to the bare essence of who he is, his soul. How does he react? Does he lose his shit and fuck a bunch of people up to get to the bottom of it? No, he doesn't. He keeps his head. He uses his brawn when he has to. And there's a a, a supporting cast of characters that's fantastic yeah. in this book.
1: Black Widow, Nick Fury, White Nick Fury, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's the first time we meet... Uh... His love interest, Uh Sharon, Sharon Carter. Carter. Yeah, yes. Agent yes. Thirteen. Agent Thirteen. Yes. The first time we meet her.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're right. You get, it is. You got the red uh, skull in it. Yeah. Who was art done by? You'll know. Fuck. It's
1: escaping me. It's good. Is it Lark? Because no. I know Michael Lark was on similar. Epton. Steve Epting, yeah, Steve, and Epting. then Michael Lark was was the in guy for that run. Yeah, and Epting had to take a break.
0: Epting, Epting, is really really good. Really good. Really 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 good. He he's again writer artist symbiotic relationship what, is good here. His it's very dark. This is a dark story. Yeah. Uh, he uses a lot of shading. Now, this is the brightest page in the whole book. I'm going to show him, though. Right. But just to give you an idea of what, what his art looks like, it's Cap and, and Agent 13 taking on some Hydragoons. Well,
1: uh, it's funny, really clean, good artwork. It's funny you see them stick together like you've seen. Let's talk about Remender and Opeña stick together on these independent stories. Mm-hmm. Epting and Brubaker have stayed together on a lot of independent books. Right. And so has Brew Baker and Michael Lark. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, well when you got a good creative team, don't oh, I fuck with it, right. you know? And there's like a splash page of cap, he's you know, going after this helicopter. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, let me tell you, yeah. I mean, it's it's the action, it's very, I want to say <laughs> wide screen cinematic. Very cinematic. Yeah, thank you. That's a better better way to put it. Very cinematic. Uh, again, like, the art's great, the dialogue's great, you got great characters, you've got this underlying um, subterfuge going on with the Red Skull, he's kind of take possession of this Russian's mind, and it's cosmic cubes involved, I mean, it's just all kinds of stuff, and then you got Bucky as the Winter Soldier. If you've seen the movie, I have to say no more, he's a Fucking fantastic character! I love the Winter Soldier. That's a new
1: character that was introduced recently. That's really stuck and yes, you know, found a home with a lot of people. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Yeah, done. and they couldn't have done this any better. No, because when couldn't Brubaker done was done
1: with this run, he did his run on the Winter Soldier. The Winter itself, Soldier. yes, and it was fantastic. fantastic. Too. And parts of that came into Captain America: The right. Civil War movie. Right, right, the extra, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh the yeah, other they, soldiers they, yeah, they took.
0: Well, and again, even though this isn't the Ultimate Universe we were talking about at the beginning of the show, they, they, this a lot. They take a lot of this lot. and use this in the Marvel you yeah. because it's so. Fresh and up to date and mm-hmm. real and it's just uh, a fantastic book. Yeah, uh, this it, was.
1: I felt like for the longest time Captain America was kind of Marvel's Superman. You know, yeah, the it, goody two shoes, the Boy Scout. Yeah, the Boy Scout type. Yeah. And this was kind of the first because I think that came before the Ultimates, if I remember right. Mm, and no, I
0: don't think it did. No?
1: Okay, for me, fuck. Like I don't have the Ultimates in front of me. Yeah, I don't know, but. For me, at least, I know this, I read this before the Ultimates. Okay. And this is the first time I saw Cap as a true soldier, mm-hmm. you know, a, as a warrior, not as Superman with a shield, you know.
0: Right. I'm trying to look for a date here on it. 2004, 2005. Copyright. 2004, 2005. That didn't mean that's when this came out, but it could.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not uh, sure. I am
0: Watching yeah, they'll let us, us, know. us, know. Let us know. Yeah, uh, but for me,
1: I know I read that before the Ultimates, and uh, so for me, it was the first time I saw a Cap depicted that way, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's they nailed it." Nailed it. The espionage part yes, of it, Yes, and, and
0: it's not your basic superhero book. I mean, you've got superheroes, but right. you've got this government. Uh, spy espionage element added to it. It's, just, it's it was just great.
1: It's got a lot of the same feel as that Bendis Daredevil run, and right. I think that's why Brew Baker took over that Daredevil when yeah. Bendis was it's done a with it. Fit. Yeah, it's a perfect fit. What so you, I got uh, I got one more book, and it's a it's an independent book, Image Comics, uh, written by Robert Kirkman, who who wrote The Walking Dead, that everybody knows, and wrote the show Outcast. It, it's big on Cinemax now. But I think this is his best book. This is better than The Walking Dead for me uh, by leaps and bounds, actually. It's not close, and that's Invincible. And Invincible is kind of Robert Kirkman's superhero story. Mm -hmm. Invincible is kind of Superman-ish in his powers. Um, But he's a teenage kid. His dad is Superman, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And he starts to come into his own powers. Later, without giving too much away his dad turns out to be an evil alien who's only been on earth to befriend the earth people so that they, the they're called the Viltramites, could come and slave us all. So you have Mark who's the son going up against his dad. And that's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's just the beginning of the story. It it's, in issue like 130 something It's going to end this year oh, I which It's that. been announced And that's really sad for me I think there's 8 or maybe 9 issues left Wow I literally I hadn't read this book anywhere close to when it first uh, Came out My buddy was like you got read Invincible I read the first couple issues and I'm going to tell you The writing was great and the art was not Corey Walker is the artist Co-creator and i don't like him i don't like his style yeah. at all it's very elementary very around issue i think it was 8 ryan otley takes over and ryan otley is amazing <laughs> awesome. his, action his action scenes, scenes. are unbelievable That's what I was about to say. Yeah. and so brutal yeah. you will see violence that on one hand you, they're so, it's so over the top yeah. on the other hand it's so realistic yes. you'll see someone fly through the air and hit someone and, you know, their teeth fly out everywhere and this and that. But then you see the next panel of them, and their eyes will be swelled shut, yes. you know. And, and it uh, it looks like how someone would if you kick their ass, right. you know. Um,
0: There's a lot of action.
1: A lot of yes. action.
0: A lot of brutality. And yeah. Uh,
1: this is not a child's, book, not a child's book, book at all. At all. And uh,
0: But it's got very, it deals, Mark's marks in high school. Right. So it, has, it deals first. with very... Adolescent
1: themes At first, yeah, yeah. Um, But My what you do is you essentially right. You essentially grow up with Mark From high school right. to adulthood right. um, He's got high school crush He's got a different girlfriend It doesn't work out People cheating on each other He eventually gets married He eventually has a kid at one point Which adds a whole nother dynamic because, I don't hear that Yeah, because when, you know As we all know Not us, thankfully But when you have a kid you know, that becomes a number one. Right. And I've been told you have this protective feeling over that kid, which is something that people who don't have kids can never understand. So I don't understand it. But, right. but you know, um, and then there's been a couple times they flash back and redone stuff. And none of it feels forced or cheesy. Mm-hmm. And it's just it, it's unbelievable. So I was saying was I didn't get on it at first. You know, I read it. I didn't like the art at first. Issue eight took off with Ryan Outley just took off. And you remember? I read like a hundred issues of this this comic in like four days. I Remember?
0: I remember you saying
1: I didn't do shit. I
0: finished Super. I finished Invincible, and I went, "What? Yeah? No, you didn't. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I did, Yeah. I literally like ate." Went to the gym and read Invincible, and that was like the only shit I did for like four or five days. That's awesome, and that's that's a sign of a great. That book. that was how much that book made me want to read it because yeah. I was like, I was in the gym, like, okay, I gotta get this in. It's like, get home and read Invincible. That's like, awesome. Highly that's recommend it.
0: Yeah, that's a it's a great book. Um, I've got a few volumes. It's one of those books that I just. When Otley took over, I didn't get to that portion right. of Otley. Uh, but I'm, I'm totally plan on doing it. There's a lot, of, the point of this is, guys, there's a lot of great stuff out there. We're just giving you a taste of what we think you could give somebody who has knows nothing about it and find something pretty pretty awesome
1: and amazing yeah. in it. And let me just say also in Invincible there's a character later said to give a shout out called the Battle Beast. He's a giant albino tiger swordsman that lives by the old code of the samurai. Holy shit, and all I know that Yeah, and all he does is travel the universe to try to find someone worthy enough to kill, kill him. him.
0: That's pretty fucking the dope. The battle beast. That's pretty dope.
1: Yeah, the battle beast. He was one of the coolest characters. In oh, the, be damn!
0: I yeah. didn't know that.
1: And there's uh, there's all sorts of other really really cool characters, but that battle beast is the shit.
0: If, if you like if you like Invincible, uh, and you, you read a trade and you think, man, this might be something I get into, like like grab Sam right away. Uh, and there's books that do that. Yeah. You know, it didn't do me that way. Don't mean it won't do you that way. Uh, it might have if you if you read the oddly, and, and I will, and yeah. I will, I'll get to it. But I tell you, when I see the Invincible book on the shelf every month when it comes out, I want to buy it
1: because the covers the covers are outstanding, are fucking outstanding. What they and, say uh, are hilarious too. They're yes. funny.
0: It's funny and it's usually pretty violent. Like yeah. just the detail in Ollie's art is just it's fantastic. Yeah, it's such a great again. Uh, that that marriage of, of writer and artist you, again
1: is is in invincible yeah, as well. You uh you care so much about the characters in yeah. Invincible. Well you grow up with them. You do. Yeah. And I mean I haven't even got into half the family dynamics. His brother who's half Viltimite, mm-hmm. half human. You don't know which way he's gonna go. Right. You know, in the war Kirkland and everything. Does that. It's it's Curtin does unreal. that well.
0: He does it in Walking Dead. Uh the Walking Dead is fantastic. Um, the, the shit they're doing with Negan right now, I'm, I, and it's not a spoil, I'm not spoiling anything. I won't spoil anything. If you watch the TV show, they do a lot of shit different on TV show. so take that into consideration. But the, what they've done with Negan and his character in, in these la- last six months of the Walking Dead comic, I've never seen done with a villain. Like, it's not a redemption story. It's... Because we're not in that world. We're in a different world When The Walking Dead, that, that, that zombie apocalypse world. And it's just, it makes sense. It's so good. It's so, so, so good. Now, granted, it takes a while to get going. But again, just like the TV show, you've grown up with these people. You've went through turmoil. You've went through hardship. You've went through very few good times. But... They're, you 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 grown you've grown with them, yeah. and uh, you know. Then a guy comes around like Negan and smashes people's brains in that you love, and there's, you're like, "You motherfucker!" Yeah,
1: there's there's parts of Invincible where, especially Mark's Mark's girlfriend, and then later becomes his wife after certain things happening, and later his baby's mother. Her name's Eve, and there's parts where bad things happen to Eve, like you know, like Walking Dead, any Kirkman book, no one's really safe. No one's safe. And there's things that happen to Eve where I'm reading the issue like, no, 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 this cannot be happening. And, and and it does, you know, and you have to, then you have to deal with it. You right. know, you can kind of, as a fan, you have to cope with it. Like, fuck. Yeah. Oh my God. Because you start thinking about what that happened to my wife, right. you know, or something. Right. I, well, I know uh, Hardwick
0: does it on Talking Dead. After an episode, a hard episode of Walking Dead, he's like, hey, guys. Watch the show. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna get through it together. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Because you're kind of fucked up. Yeah.
1: Like, then he sucks a dick. But yeah, does he? I don't know. No, he kind of I just, cool, I think. Really? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. His fucking wife's. Well,
1: he's married now. He
0: just got married. She's smoking up.
1: That's probably that's probably a front. Well, yeah.
0: You know, maybe, but
1: what a good looking front. Yeah. That's just... <laughs> Fr- Fronts front, could be nice. Have a good looking. Right. Fronts could be nice.
0: Um, my last book is, uh, and, and it's gonna be real fast because we've kind of we kind of talked about it yeah Tokyo Ghost uh Rick Remender, Jermaine uh Jermaine Jermon, shit
1: Sean oh, Murphy it's,
0: oh it is Sean Murphy yeah you're I saying it, like really. it is yeah, yeah Sean Murphy it is Sean Murphy yeah fantastic artists on par with Openia. they're
1: really different style really
0: different style but they're right there they're they're right there together um a fantastic book. Future. Everybody's plugged in. Kinda like the world is today. You got motherfuckers yeah. on their cell phones. They don't they're not watching where they're driving. Uh you can't even have a conversation with somebody. That's kind of reason I like doing this show. We don't have our you, you can't find my cell phone's up there. Right. Uh my wife, I hope she didn't try to call me because I I don't get it. Um but this, you know, two guys having a conversation about stuff we love. You don't get that anymore. Tokyo Ghost takes it to the, the next level, maybe there, then
1: There's level. a lot of times when me and Travis don't talk on the phone a whole lot. Neither of us are really phone guys. Yeah. But when we do, we fucking talk forever. Yes. And there's been so many times where a man's like, are you done talking to Travis now? You know, and that's actually a really good rendition of her voice. I just want to say that. Right. Just <laughs> just, Just right. because, just what the fuck? Where did you... Uh, so, no, I'm joking. But so... know because we're both conversationalists Mm -hmm. you know i'm much happier especially talking to you in person where i can you know get your body language your facial expressions you get mine you know and so on and so forth
0: that's one of the reasons like people want to be on the show and i want people to be on the show right uh and a lot of a lot of podcasts if you don't know this i'm gonna give you the fucking dirty dark secrets of podcasting and you'd never know it it's skyped in yeah. a lot of times. Uh, I've done a show with eight people, and we were all skyped in. And if you listen to it on your on iTunes, you'd have never known right. that we weren't in the same room together. I hate it. I fucking hate it. I don't know. Like when you're getting ready to say something, I know it. I don't say anything. Right. Uh, when you're done, you know. When when you're when you're on Skype, and some people don't even have cameras. It's just audio. You don't know when they're going to say something or not. So it's just not organic to me. Right. Uh, it, my whole thing being, when this Tokyo ghost is, it everybody's jacked in. It's about self-stimulation. You don't really interact with the outside world. Yeah, it's the it's new addiction. Tech. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's no one knows about nature anymore. No one gives a shit. It's it's about that world and about two people, one person is embrace that world, can't really live without it, and the other person can't live without this
1: person. I, uh, I well. saw a really good show. Um, it's called The Black Mirror. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever seen it. I have. Netflix. Yeah. It's an anthology show, so each show, each episode is completely different. S- different from the other one. They did an episode similar to that, where right. people were so hooked into technology that when you were starting to die, you could upload your consciousness nice. into this, this beach town for the rest of eternity but it meant foregoing possibility to go to heaven and stuff like right. that it was really interesting yep. and that's it, things like that like tokyo ghost speak to me because mm-hmm. tokyo ghost is like for me like a couple years from i see this could really happen
0: exactly yeah i mean it's it, okay it's sci-fi but what wouldn't would uh, webcams, yeah.
1: internet—all sci-fi. We'll go back time. to the '50s and read those sci-fi novels and see how much of that shit's come true. Come you true. know,
0: so yeah, there's 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 some uh, realism or reality in these, in yeah. these stories. What we were talking about them—they mirror society, and that's kind of where this is going about how people are uh, following people they shouldn't be because they can't think for themselves right. anymore. And everything, but you've got basically it's a love story. This is a love story with a lot of violence, some great art. Uh, and it tells a really great story, and it's got twists and turns in it that you and I never seen coming, because I remember after one particular issue, we were like, what the fuck? Yeah. No way.
1: Yeah, you you this really had the- to cope with some of that yes, stuff. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, some of Remender's best work to me as far as a short run. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, how many issues was it? Ten. Ten issues. Uh, if you can buy all ten, do it. It's a fantastic book. Uh, like,
1: Every book we mentioned today yeah. is a fantastic book. And li- little known to a lot of people, because you were talking about Sean Murphy, he's getting ready to do his own Batman run, where he's going to do the writing and the art. And I, th- I can't remember he said it's going to be nine or twelve issues, something like that. I'm but
0: scared. It's any any writer uh, artist combo thing other than Frank Miller. I've really never can, seen him it, pull it, it off. It could
1: be tough. Um, so, but if he does it. Ahead of time Where he's not rushed I think he could do it It's I For me I can't wait to see Sean Murphy Batman Yeah he's gonna do it Now he's gonna do it also He's gonna do a run on uh, All-Star Batman With Scott Snyder uh,
0: Which I really like Yeah I know
1: you kind of I mean Yeah Iffy with it so far But I think once we get to the next arc I'll start liking it more yeah Uh,
0: and guys that'll basically do it for the Blazing Defender report for the Christmas special but what I do want to say is if you like um, this kind of show
1: Happy Hanukkah
0: Happy Hanukkah to everybody Uh, Merry Christmas Um, check out my other shows I buy comic books each week Sam's on the show sometimes with me he buys comic books each week we talk about what we like talk about what we didn't like talk about what you might like um, please, if you like the show, give me a like, give me a subscribe on YouTube, give me a subscribe on iTunes. It really helps me out. Go to Loot Crate. Every time you do a subscription on Luke Crate, it helps me out.
1: Mail your panties.
0: Uh, no, don't do that. Mail them to Big sandal.
1: Yeah, you do that things. to me. I'm yeah, mail.
0: My ass kicked. Yeah,
1: you mail them to uh, me. You can address <laughs> it to Travis if you want. I, I'll give I'm it about to, to him. The
0: only person I'm scared of is my wife, so no, please don't do that. But uh, like and subscribe would be just fucking great for me. Uh, leave me a comment. What are you reading? What would you have had on your list
1: yeah. to give people? I'd love to hear some other people's I would people's love
0: to, to, to read some of those because I'm going to tell you, we talked a lot about this and how many books did I drop on my list just walking up the steps? Right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want that book now. I'm going
1: to do this one. One plus, sometimes people will say, you know, Man, you know, blah 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 blah. This is on my list. I haven't read it, and then I go check it out. Exactly. I mean, like oh, with yeah. Invincible, I hadn't read Invincible until it was in like I issue one hundred or something. Read it. Yeah, so, and you were like,
0: "Dude, I love yeah. this." I'm like, well, "I'm gonna check
1: it out." Yeah, uh, Deadly Class was like Deadly Class
0: was like it. Yeah, you turned me right. on that too. So yeah, uh, it's it's we're a community. Love uh, to hear your uh,
1: list. Love
0: to hear your list, and I'll talk about it on the air. Uh, I'll wait till Big Sam's back. Yeah, we'll, we'll hash it out. And
1: that'd be awesome.
0: If you got something on your list that I didn't like, I might
1: tell you I don't like it. That's yeah. Yeah. Kind of what we do on Well here. yeah, you uh one of the books you dropped but was really close was a uh, All-Star Superman, mm-hmm. which was a Grant Morrison thing. Yes. Uh and I don't like it. Yeah, I really and, like and it. And I'm like the only person that doesn't like it. Yeah. People uh, love that book, and I didn't, and yeah, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. Yeah, I really like so, it. So yeah, there's there's
0: again I thought it was one of those books that you know, Superman and like we we agree on this hundred percent, Superman's hard to write. Um Max. It's basically a story about Superman dying. Yeah, he's dying. Uh, there's nothing you can do about it. He dies. Spoiler: He dies at the end. But that's not really the story. The story right. is what he does with his life when he finds that out. Which is it, it was it was good. Uh, not a big Grant Morrison fan. Not, uh, who did the art on that?
1: Oh, um, really good. I don't like that much Frank Lightly.
0: Oh, I love Frank.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not a, not a big Frank. I love guy. Frank
0: quietly. It's awesome. Uh, the authority, like I, I, I pitch the authority to yeah. you. Yeah, yes, the authority. Frank quietly's authority run, and yeah. which I fucking love. And you didn't like it. Not
1: much. Not much. I didn't, hey, hate, see, it. didn't see, hate it. Didn't hate it. You
0: don't. You don't have to like everything. Right. Uh, that no, that's like that's,
1: that's we tried to give you at least a little bit from a different genres, genres. and things. Yeah. You know that way you. Uh, because everybody has his own thing i almost put a really hard for me to put lock and key to take it off the list that probably would be the next one if i had one more that's a straight horror comic Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it is man you fucking live and die with that family with every member of that family there's so much good stuff they just had a new issue come out today for the first time in like two years Mm, i seen that yeah and uh I almost put 100 Bullets on my list. 100 Bullets is right there. Uh, just but, just
0: because it was something not superhero related. Yeah,
1: and that's what i say. It's just so, that's so a crime drama. You have superhero. You have horror. Wait,
0: that's That you know, was the whole just... goal of my show. When I first started this show, it was the whole goal of introducing people to different types of comic books. Not just capes and uh, superheroes and tights. Uh, there's Sword and Sorcery, there's Espionage, there's Drug, there's uh, like books like Scout and Moonshiners, and it's just a list the goes fix. on and on. The Straight Fix. Straight comedy. Oh my God, The Fix is fantastic. <laughs> we are going to do a best of 2016 show. Mm-hmm. A lot of these books we talked about, uh, like not in passing, really weren't on our list, but a lot of the books we talked about. Will they make the list? Will they not make the list? It's going to be a fucking tough list for me. I yeah. know because I'm already like, holy shit, I can't get this book, this look, this book out of my list. Come on, right? But I gotta narrow it down. Uh, so be looking for that show. Uh, but again, let us know what you thought, guys. Thank you so much. If you made it this far, and to show your fucking family, probably won't have a show out before Christmas. So Merry Christmas.
1: Yep, and happy Hanukkah. And
0: happy Hanukkah to all of our Jewish fans out there. And whatever your religion may be, have a wonderful and fucking safe yeah, holiday. Be safe. Uh, it's you know, Sam's a, a nurse, works in that profession. I'm a firefighter. I've seen a lot of bad shit in the last few weeks that's going to fuck up a lot of people's holidays. My heart goes out to them. My prayers go out to those people. So, everybody, please be extra vigilant and looking out for one another. If we will look out for one another, everything's going to be okay, guys. So, with that, thank you very much for Big Sam and myself. Peace out. Thanks, guys.